Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yay! Woo-hoo, we're back. What are we talking about today for Marvel? Frenemies. Frenemies! Which there's a lot of frenemies in Marvel, but... They're also brothers. Mm-hmm. Adopted. Yes. Come to find out. But brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Thor. Thor and Loki. And Loki. Yeah. Why am I so bubbly? Uh, I had so if you're too watching, much coffee. I just finished this huge cup of coffee. That is exactly why you're actually might be a little wired. <laughs> That's okay. This is a good one because at the end of the day, these are some of the more goofy characters. Well, and I mean, I might be getting a little head, but Thor starts out as a more serious character mm-hmm. in his first movie, and then it just kind of goes down and he just gets more and more weird or not weird more and more comical yes as as it as he i love it to the marvel universe i'm here for the jokes from thor i'm here for it I like the it. third thor movie was hilarious exactly that's why i think thor is like possibly my favorite avenger just because it you go into it and you're gonna laugh mm-hmm. honestly very true mm-hmm. very true <sighs> All right, so let's dive in. So we're going to start Speaking with Thor. Exactly. We're going to start with Thor. So Thor Odinson, he's the Asgardian god of thunder, if you didn't know. But I feel like that's pretty obvious. I think he's it is. the former king of Asgard and new Asgard and a founding member of the Avengers. Dun, da, da, da. Of course. When his irresponsible and impetuous, I love this description, impetuous behavior <laughs> reignited a conflict before between Asgard and Jotunheim, 
Thor was denied the right to become king, stripped of his power and banished to Earth by Odin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kind of deserved it, though. He screwed up. He needed a wake up call, honestly. Mm-hmm. Thor was not the best when he first he was a came to us. Childish little. If you think mm-hmm. of the idiot jock in high school yep. who thought he could get away with everything, yep, that That's was him. I have our jock in my head right now. <laughs> I'm not going to hmm. say his name. Yeah, we won't name names on air. Anyway, so while he was exiled on Earth, Thor fell in love with Jane Foster and helped saved his helped to save his new friends from the Destroyer, who was sent by Loki, because Loki was kind of not being a very nice stepbrother at this point in time. But Loki had a lot going on in his personal life, so yeah, he's lashing out a bit, and his stepbrother not yeah. happy with his parents. Mm-hmm. He's not no. And due to his selfless act of sacrifice, Thor redeemed himself in his father's eyes and was granted his power once more. Maybe I. That's hilarious. So let's back this track. <laughs> Thor redeemed himself in his father's eye and was granted his power once. We're terrible. I'm so sorry. <sighs> anyway, so he went on to defeat Loki. So Loki didn't win, as usual. Thank goodness. Yes. He was welcomed back to Asgard as a hero and then eventually was forced to return to Earth to retrieve Loki. This happens a lot. <sighs> After he had survived a fall through a black hole and had become begun his attempt at world domination, typical Loki behavior, uh, because Loki had gained possession of the Tesseract. So this is an ongoing battle, I feel like. Well, and this is where stinking Thanos starts Loki is a ch- Loki thinks he's this powerful, like he's gonna be in charge. No, honey, pawn. you were a chess piece. A you pawn. were a stinking little pawn that meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, Loki. Thor yeah. joined the Avengers under the guidance of Shield and stood with them to stop the schemes of his own brother, adopted brother. Mm-hmm. Loki was eventually defeated, of course. Sorry, Loki. Captured and returned to Asgard to await justice for his crimes against Earth. One of my favorite ways of Loki getting this like defeated. Literally, he's standing there and Hulk comes up and he's like, I am a god. And Hulk just takes him and throws him around like a rock. Yeah, that doesn't matter to the Hulk. <laughs> Puny god. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. I crack up every time. Uh, the Hulk does have some really great moments, I have to say. He does. Yeah. And Loki gets beat up a lot. It's fantastic. But he survives through it. Well, it's because he is a god. Exactly. So he makes it through. He's fine. He can be tossed around a little bit. No worries. All right. So Thor returned to Asgard and he helped the Asgardian armies restore peace along, along all of the nine realms during the War of the Nine Realms. But it was short-lived because then Thor had to fight the Dark Elves during the second Dark Elf conflict because they attempted to plunge the Nine Realms into eternal darkness. It's not very nice. Shouldn't do things. It becomes a theme. Eternal darkness just becomes this, like, theme in some of these movies. I agree. Yeah, it's a reoccurring thing. So during these events, he was reuni- Thor was reunited with Jane Foster, who became a host to the Aether and a target of the Dark Elves, and Thor was forced to free Loki for his aid. That always seems to work in Loki's favor, where somebody just needs him for something. Mm-hmm. He never really gets the justice that he deserves. But... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so 
Thor renounced his claim to the throne once again and left Asgard for Earth so he could stay with Foster. But this does not last forever either. Just saying. Nope. During his stay on Earth, Thor held the Avengers once again to locate Loki's scepter. Notice how Loki just keeps coming up in this stuff over well, and over. My big question is how did the scepter get to them because he had the scepter and Loki when they left? I have no idea. Didn't he? Wait, did he though? No, maybe not. I thought that. I can't remember. There's so many movies. I'm not even gonna lie to you. No, they only had the Tesseract. The scepter, oh no, because he had the the scepter disappeared. Yeah, that's right. I'm kind of picturing it now too. Yes, that's right. He had the Tesseract, but the scepter disappeared. But not the scepter. Mm-hmm. S- somebody. A, a Hydra member that was hidden in S.H.I.E.L.D. must have taken it. And taken the scepter, okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that okay. makes sense. Just, these are just these, so many These movies have been going on for a long time. Exactly. Sorry, people. Gotta... <laughs> All right, so once they defeated Ultron, Thor promised his allies that he would return and went back to Asgard again to investigate the visions that he saw when he was manipulated by the Scarlet Witch uh, with the Infinity Stones. So if you remember... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was bad. Yeah. So in his investigations, (laughs) Thor discovered that Loki was alive and had usurped Odin's royal throne during Thor's absence because it's Loki. Uh, So to aid in pursuing his brother and finding his father to return peace to Asgard, he sought help from Doctor Strange, but he was too late to save his father from death. So unfortunately, we lost Odin, which is very upsetting for Thor because they've had back and forth over the years, obviously. Yeah. And he was finally actually in his good graces and they were getting along. And yeah, so that really sucks. Yeah. Shortly after this occurred, Thor met Hela, who's the goddess of death and plot twist, his sister. Yeah. So that was a fun family reunion. Not. <sighs> so in the wake of his first encounter with Hela, Thor's hammer was destroyed and he was banished to Sakaar, where he was forced to compete in the contest of champions. Although I felt bad for Thor, it was pretty entertaining watching that entire thing go down. Yeah. Because he reunited with one of his <laughs> friends, Lok. Who is finally like, this is the first movie that we really see the Hulk or at least Bruce Banner be able to control yes. Hulk. Exactly. Like he's finally fully gotten control of the monster. Super interesting that he's mm-hmm. been able to do that in his time away. I think that's great. Yeah. It still made me sad that he left Black Widow. Mm, I know. I agree. That was a sad scene. Oops. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, with Hulk, they allied themselves with the rogue Valkyrie in order to save Asgard and escape Sakar, which she was very reluctant at first to help them, but I'm glad she came around. I, I do like too. her. Yeah, <laughs> but I like her character. I think she added, she was a good addition to it. Yeah. So Thor ended up having Loki unleash the Ragnarok and destroy Asgard, killing Hela in the process, but he managed to escape with the remaining Asgardians. So they decided that Asgard was its people, not a place, and they came down to Earth to relocate because obviously, the planet was no longer there. So kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny how like, and I know I've said this before, but it's just funny how Stan takes these North Norse concepts and makes them their own because Ragnarok is not supposed to be an entity. Mm-hmm. It's an event. And he yeah. made it an entity. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And Ragnarok's not supposed to happen on Asgard. It's supposed to happen on Earth. Well, because apparently there's a huge snake in our oceans that is circling it and like holding it like his tail is in his mouth. And if it ever comes undone is when Ragnarok's supposed to happen. That's North mythology. That's a scary story. Okay. Well, We'll leave it up on Asgard. Have you ever dived that in, dived into that kind of mythology? I have not. And now I don't think I want to, because that's. Oh, I've dived into all sorts of them. They're interesting stories. That's why they're stories. They're myths. They're not. Yeah, exactly. That's very interesting though. The whole sneak thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, so as they were on route to earth, the ship was attacked. The Asgardians ship was Mm -hmm. attacked by Thanos and the Black Order who sought the Tesseract, which Loki took from Asgard's vault at the last moment again with if the Loki. he wouldn't have taken the tesseract it would have been destroyed and we would have had this problem uh, it sure would have because the whole planet was destroyed. anyway so at this at this time thor witnessed thanos murder his brother before he was flung from the ship and left for dead and thor was rescued by the guardians of the galaxy and teamed up with rocket raccoon and groot to travel to night of valerie it's um realm i don't i can't get this anyway with the help of Etri, thor crafted the stormbreaker and aided the nation of wakanda first mention of wakanda i think we've had and the avengers in defeating the outriders and confronting thanos so i love that combination because yeah wakanda Mm -hmm. black panther Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which we will discuss next week a little bit more yes yes So Thor and the Avengers ambushed and interrogated Thanos, discovering that he had destroyed the stones and ensuring that the reversal of his actions were now impossible, which really kind of ticked Thor off. And he beheaded Thanos using the Stormbreaker and then left the planet. Yeah, so he's a bit Well, mad. we have to have Thanos back because they mixed or uh, did things with time. Exactly. Yeah, so that's not the last of Thanos. Although it's probably pretty satisfying for Thor to stop his satisfying for me. Yeah, I didn't complain. Mm-hmm, for sure. I was fine with it. I was kind of mad when he came back. Yeah, but you know, it is like we said, it is what it is with this whole time thing. So following Thanos' death, Thor left the Avengers and he relocated to Norway, where he and the surviving Asgardians had resettled and named the town New Asgard. Which makes sense because Norway is where Norse mythology started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's how they ended up there. Five years later, so this would be the blip, yeah. as we know, obviously. Hulk and Rocket travel to New Asgard to convince, this is so funny, the now overweight and very depressed Thor yeah. to, te- to join the team after discovering how they could travel through time, which I'm just sorry. I feel bad for Thor, but it was pretty funny seeing him. <laughs> Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> the giant pudge and oh, you thought the jokes were bad before. This is when it really like kicked into high gear yeah. right here was depressed <laughs> Thor. I have to say he's pretty funny. So, of course, though, Thor joined the Avengers on their time heist and participated in the Battle of Earth where he fought an alternate timeline Thanos alongside Captain America and Iron Man, who obviously, as we've said, like 8000 times sacrificed himself yeah. for the greater good. So. And after he attended Stark's funeral, Thor decided to join the Guardians of the Galaxy and proclaim Valkyrie as, to succeed him as the king of the Asgardians. So he left. And that's where we yeah, left we Thor. we really don't know where he is. I'm in space because the Guardians of the Galaxy are just 
in space. So I think it's weird somewhere. that he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. It seemed very like a random pairing. I do have to say. Because I'm going to be honest, I am not a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I like the first movie, but they're not like the ones I go back to. You know, when I think of any anyone in the Marvel universe, it's not like the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy are the top of my head ever for anything. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I, I don't like the storylines. They're just not enticing for me, I guess. It's not the same and, as the others. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird, weird mix of stuff. Yeah. I, I can understand. Yeah. All right. On to Loki. Loki. <laughs> so Loki, Leif is son was the biological son of Luffy, the ruler of the Frost Giants in Jotunheim, who was abandoned and left to die shortly after his birth. But he was found by Odin, taken to Asgard, and raised by him and Frigga as an Asgardian prince, along with Thor. So that was a nice thing that they did. They rescued him, even though... Even though Odin killed his father. Yeah, but we're going to bypass that part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so when Thor was to be crowned king, Loki sabotaged the coronation, like he does, by letting the frost giants attack Asgard and led Thor to seek vengeance on Jotunheim, which then resulted in his banishment. So it all ties together. Thank you, Loki. Didn't Loki know he was a frost giant before he let the frost giants in? I think he found out, yeah, like right before he let them in, right? Didn't yeah, he because he, I mean, he supported his brother until the moment he found out i'm actually not your brother yeah and then he got all upset and moody and yep mm -hmm. basically ungrateful yeah so yeah this is mm -hmm. this is kind of when he found out everything and got all upset about it Despite all this, Freya gave Loki the throne when Odin had fallen into the Odin sleep, but the warriors three and Sif attempted to return Thor home and Loki, of course, tried to stop them because he didn't want all that in his new kingship. Yeah. Oh, Loki, Loki, Loki. <sighs> then Loki allowed himself to fall through the deep abyss of space entering a wormhole created by the sudden termination of the Bifrost Bridge. And transported by the wormhole to sanctuary, Loki encountered the other who offered to serve under Thanos' command and give him the scepter. But again, we just established that Loki was always just a pawn in this entire scheme. Yeah. So even though he's given command over the army to conquer Earth, he, yeah, he was supposed to get the Tesseract for Thanos, but it was just, yeah. Loki didn't have any power there. Mm -mm, no, 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 no. So during the fight against the Dark Elves, Loki faked his death. Uh-huh. Unbeknownst to everyone in the kingdom, returned to Asgard and successfully removed Odin from the throne, taking his place as king, where he remained for several years. Oh, again, Loki, Loki, Loki. Eventually, the return of Thor forced Loki to reveal his deception as the pair journeyed together to find Odin, arriving just in time to witness his death. But I did enjoy when Thor called him out because it's just like... It's pretty hilarious the way he it does is. it, where he watches the whole play and everything going on, and he's just like, dude, seriously? Seriously, I know it's you. I know it's you. So I'm not yeah. dumb. I know you. <laughs> I it's yeah, exactly. This is not how dad actually acts. No, this is obviously a Loki thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Loki ended up stranded on Sakar, as we said before, along with Thor, but Loki allied himself with the Grandmaster while Thor was in the battles. Because again, that's what Loki does. He kind of manipulates and worms his way in. 
wherever he thinks the most power is. Mm -hmm. So he tried to manipulate his way to freedom, but ended up siding with Thor in the, this is the Revenger. <laughs> I copied this. Should that be the, a, well, the Wouldn't it be? No, a, he does, the Avengers don't fight against Hela. So oh no, it's not. They so are the Revengers. It is the it Revengers. Was, okay, was, I thought this uh, was wrong. Yep, nope, that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So Loki chose to side with Thor and the Avengers in a final battle against Hela, in which we've already talked about the Ragnarok comes and destroys Asgard and all that. So, yeah. And during that final moment on Asgard, when Loki took the Tesseract, that's when he ended up getting everybody attacked. Uh, because, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, in the chaos that followed, Loki tried to kill Thana. Thanos, but ultimately failed. And when he taunted him by telling him he would never be a god, Thanos snapped Loki's neck, finally killing the god of mischief. <sighs> He's not dead. He's never dead. He's not dead. So the thing is, I read somewhere last night when I was looking up all of this that they they were planning to just kill Loki off. Then, you know, that would be it. Loki's character dumb. would be no more. But the problem is all the fans were like, nah, he's not dead. He's no. not so dead. then Marvel's like, okay, you're right. Fine, he's, he's not, not dead. dead. He's, he's not dead. He's still wandering around. Yeah, we still got him out here. No worries. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, part of Loki's thing. Until no one believes Hiddleston, it. Until Hiddleston actually says, I'm, I'm done. done. Loki's yeah. not dying. Exactly. It just cracks me up, man. Oh, oh my that's God. That's funny. Oh, love it. So getting into allies, we have Thor, who obviously he's like besties with the Hulk. And it's so great how mm -hmm. he can, you know, because Black Widow is really good about calming the Hulk down when he was mm -hmm. the Hulk and out of control. But yeah. Thor is really good about getting into Bruce's head, too, and kind of keeping everything under control, too. So I think but they cool. have this fun, like he's still like in like the first Avengers like he just he still beats up Thor like there it's pretty freaking funny yes <laughs> it's a hilarious thing like he just mm -hmm. still beats him up yeah exactly it is pretty freaking funny when they're together <sighs> obviously I guess I would say that Guardians of the Galaxy are kind of big allies of Thor at this point because he's hanging out with them now this is like temporary I don't think he gets along with what's his face oh like, he doesn't I think he's more allied with everyone else in the Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. except for What's his face? What's his yes. actual name in this movie? Star-Lord. Star-Lord, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like his name is Peter too. Yeah, I think so. And I can't blank out, but he's Star-Lord. multiple Peters? Like, to confuse us. Okay. But yeah, anyway, I would say more yeah, like I don't Rocket. Yeah, yeah, like Rocket and Groot are really his big like homies yeah. on the, yeah. the Guardians Agreed. of the Galaxy. Loki is an ally with a giant question mark because it really depends on the time of day. I well, Loki does help him sometimes. The Ragnarok. I mean, he helps with that. He occasionally helps fight with the Avengers, as we said. So you know, Loki is all in it just to keep himself alive. We he will... doesn't have allies. He has uh, he has his own chessboard. That's true. <laughs> Last. Ally listed for Thor was Valkyrie, obviously, because yeah. he sent he gave her the the whole yeah. well the new kingdom town, whatever. So yeah, new as that kind of tells you right there. Yeah, that's why under for allies for Loki, I just wrote um because yeah. yeah yeah as you just said that's that's Loki for you. 
can you benefit me in some way? We are an ally. Until that person you can't comes along. Me. <laughs> yeah, and they benefit me more than you do. We're no longer allies. Now yep. you're my enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it goes for, yep. for Loki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. As far as appearances, Thor's first appearance was obviously in Thor. And his next appearance is coming up in Thor Love and Thunder. What? Super exciting. Can't wait for another Thor movie. I will watch that in theaters. Mm-hmm. Loki's first appearance also, Thor. His next appearance will be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, oh of course, he has to show up there because why wouldn't he? Just saying. Well, you got multiverse going on. We had multiple verses of Loki in his show. The variants. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, if he's not in the Multiverse of Madness, what are you doing with him at the end of the day? Yeah. Pretty so, much. He has to be there. Oh, boy. So, what do you, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. So... I am a huge fan of Thor. Mm-hmm. I so I remember, oh my gosh, I always connect to like, I don't know why I do this. I remember sitting in Thor the first time and watching him and I looked at him and I'm like, isn't that James, isn't that Kurt or James Kirk's father in Star Trek? <laughs> and it was. <laughs> like I didn't know who Chris Hemsworth was. He wasn't really a thing yet, mm-hmm. at least for me. But he no. like plays, he plays Captain Kirk's father for That's like right. a second in, in Star the Trek. newer Star Trek movies, mm-hmm. Chris Pine. And I'm like, isn't that, I'm like, oh, it is. Hey, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have, I do have a love for Thor. He is just an idiot sometimes and it's funny yeah, to watch and sure. he, but he actually like learns and grows like Tony does, like all the other ones does. He's not like mm-hmm. Loki who just keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was really a big fan of Natalie Portman's version of Jane Foster. The first mm-hmm. one wasn't bad. The second one, I'm like, eh. Yeah. I really annoying me. (laughs) I kind of feel that way too. Like the second movie, I was kind of like, we don't really need her in this movie. Well, I don't think she wanted to be in it. And I think she contractually had to. Yeah. Because that's why we haven't seen her since because she doesn't want to continue. Yeah. She probably didn't realize what she's signing up for with the first one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because she already kind of has that because she was Star Wars. She was. Yeah. She's done uh, this whole like. uh, Amidala and Mm -hmm. she already has that kind of universe that she will always be a part of but yeah that gets off topic of Thor but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I don't really think Thor needs a love interest it just doesn't make sense for him to be honest as as a superhero like it made sense for Cap to have one it made Mm -hmm. sense sort of for Tony to have one Mm -hmm. because it was more of a tit for tat sort of deal Mm -hmm. it definitely makes sense for Tom for Peter Parker to have one because he's a high school teenage boy. yeah he's gotta have his mj mm-hmm. yeah but it just it never made sense to me so i'm kind of glad she's kind of out of the picture and mm-hmm. and he's on his own like yeah. i said i love the third movie i think that was his kind of best i think that was some of his best thor acting was the third yeah. movie i agree like, looking back at one. all of i mean it took a while because we had two thor movies and two avenger movies before yeah. we had the third thor i'm like that took you a while to mm-hmm. get there and that's that's writing that's a lot of different things but mm-hmm. i think he had to 
kind of evolve from who he was in the first one to get to where he is in the third one. Mm -hmm. I do love his relationship with Cap. I think it's hilarious Mm because I think in the back of the mind, he knows that Cap is worthy and that he can do all these things. He knew. And I remember the scene. Was it, was it Civil War or Endgame when he, when he, it was Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. When Cap has the hammer and he's like, I knew it. I knew it. It's so freaking hilarious. The whole reaction. we all knew it we knew it from forever ago we knew it we knew from age of ultron like when it slightly moved you're like he's faking it he's faking it right there no no come on now you remember the look on thor's face like his face dropped Mm -hmm. when he thought that he's just like nobody can pick this up nobody (laughs) no one is worthy and then it's just like wait wait a second dang it (laughs) maybe he is worthy (laughs) Thor. Yeah. What else about him? There was something else I was going to say about Thor. And now I lost it. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> depressed Thor. I, I was so sad when I saw him like that. I'm like, oh, I feel no. bad, but, but it so I will say that I'm so thankful that <sighs> the movie showed that the physique, their physique, that, that who, like what they look like doesn't just stay the same all the time like Mm -hmm. it can because he didn't take care of himself yeah he Mm -hmm. can his body can change because I think in comic books and stuff we just assume that this is always going to be what they look like and really it's it needs to be shown that there are consequences to not taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. and different things that's fair Mm -hmm. to show that superheroes when they don't take care of themselves that they also have consequences Mm -hmm. not just us normal normal people to deal Mm -hmm. yeah I think it was a really cool weird underlying message that I don't know if they meant to make but I think that it it was made and it should Mm -hmm. be voiced yeah Loki oh Loki what to say about Loki? Mm, Loki, Loki, Loki. I like I I like Loki, but I don't know why. <laughs> because he annoys the crap out of me when he oh, destroys yeah. everything. Like oh, yeah. it's like one of those friends where I'm just like, I love you, but I just want to punch you. Like I yeah. oh no, remember that line? It's not a Disney movie, but it's uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, where she's like being over the top and stuff and she looks at her, I don't know what his name is in there, but I think his real name's Ben or something. No, his name in the movie is Ben. She's mm-hmm. like, Ben, I love you, but I just don't like you right now. <laughs> like, yes, that's accurate. what I feel for Loki. I'm that like, I Loki. love you. I think you're great, but I don't like you right now because you're being an idiot. What are you doing? What's happening? And like, he literally took his dad and shoved him onto earth so he could be king. Yeah. And pretty much killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's accurate. But I do, I, I do, lo- I do like Tom Hiddleston. I think he is yes. adorable. Mm-hmm. I love watching his interviews. I, uh, I think he just articulates himself well. Probably helps that he's British. He's yeah, British, exactly. Right? Yeah, he's British. He's British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like this gentleman and I'm like, I I would it would be nice to meet you. You seem like a great guy to meet mm-hmm. and yeah. have a conversation with. And you can tell he really enjoys playing Loki. So I think that's another yeah. 
Big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. His you interviews just are fun to watch when they talk mm-hmm. about Loki. Mm-hmm. He just obviously loves the character, which I think really shows mm-hmm. too. It's important. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I realized I didn't talk, like we didn't bring up a, or I forgot to mention in the, in the Dr. Strange episode mm-hmm. from last week is that I forgot to mention how much I love Benedict Ar- Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh my gosh. We, we did didn't not talk, talk about, about that at all. The beauty that is Benedict Cumberbatch. First of all, the actor, what? I mean, I mean, everything I he's in. When, oh when he's, when he showed up in Sherlock, like all of us were done. We're like, okay, who is this guy? Me. He, he is amazing. What's his love name? Him. Okay. And he has the most, he has the most gorgeous wife. I love hearing him talk about his family mm-hmm. and he's just a sweetheart. Yeah. And Tom is the same way. What is it with British men? I just need to move to England. You're right. All of these guys, all these British mm-hmm. guys, it's pretty legit in this, mm-hmm. this multiverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tom, Tom, mm-hmm. Tom, Tom, and Benedict. Mm-hmm. They are like, oh, love all of them. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, back to Loki and, and Tom mm-hmm. Hiddleston. I, yeah, I just, I don't know how else to describe Loki other than my love of Lo- or <laughs> what I think though. of Loki other than I love you, but I just don't like you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's super accurate for a Loki description. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love both of them. And first of all, Thor is good looking. Hello. Hello. He's funny. And he's super strong. He's like the uh-huh. whole package. I mean, really mm-hmm. and truly. I love Thor. I just, <laughs> big old crush on Thor. Great casting. I know I read, I think they said Tom Hiddleston originally went out for Thor and ended up getting the part yeah. of Loki, right? Okay. Yeah. That would be different. I, don't know I can't if that see it. Like, I, I just can't see it. <laughs> the, especially the way it is now it's so ingrained in my head but i just can't see the re- like the re- not that they'd be reversed he, but you know seeing him play he will never be able to lose loki like like dan like daniel radcliffe will never not be harry potter, harry potter. Mm-hmm. everyone will always think harry potter first before everything else with tom hiddleston everyone will always loki. think loki before everyone else when you mm-hmm. get into these nerddom fandom shows yes you're so just true you you are that character poor benedict though now he's two because he's sherlock because sherlock fandom is like i don't know still if a ever, big thing mm-hmm. you've never dove into sherlock fandom it is crazy mm-hmm. and now he's dr strange so yeah like so he's, he's just adding he's done two mm-hmm. that's very true so he's just adding to it he keeps crazies yeah. <laughs> yeah. for the fandoms oh man the other thing i really like about thor is i feel like he just really fits in with whoever he's around like he can find some way to just work with them be friendly with them get along with them and i mean not 100 mm-hmm. percent of the time but i just feel like you plop him into any group and he's just gonna find a way to kind of fit in and be part of yeah. it i think that's just his personality i don't know if at the very beginning he would have been like that but the the thor the way he is at the by the end where we're at yeah. now current thor he could definitely do that yeah and like we were talking about, I'm so excited. He's getting a fourth movie. Can't wait to go see it. Definitely will be at the theaters for that because again, love Thor. Yes. Love. And it's always going to be a good time. It's going to be funny. There's going to be action. You just know that you're going to get great entertainment. Not that all yeah. these movies are not entertaining, but you know, you go into like the Avengers movies, we've, we've talked about to death, but there was a lot of depression things that happened in there. A lot of hard things to see. It's not always fun in games, but I feel like there's serious things that happen, but 
Yeah, they didn't do a good job of comic relief in those movies either. Normally, right. when you have those types of movies, you, you put need in some, some comic bigger relief. breaks. Yeah, didn't have that. They just kind of kept shooting us. And and with Thor, I mean, his dad died and he was so depressed. But you always have those humor moments to mm-hmm. break it up and not make you feel as depressed as the character does in that moment. There's something that comes up, not necessarily right at that second, but eventually in the movie that'll make you say, okay. This is pretty funny, you know, like mm-hmm. everything with Thor and the Hulk is pretty freaking funny when they're together. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons I really like the Thor movies is because, you know, you'll have a good time during mm-hmm. them. And then <laughs> Loki, we've talked about he's a great villain when he wants to be and an ally when he wants to be <laughs> whatever side of the river he's floating on at this point in time. You never know where his loyalties lie, which makes him fun. He is so aggravating. You're right. You're just like, why are you doing this? Why did you do that, Loki? But it's so much fun to be annoyed with him, you know, because (laughs) in five minutes, you're going to be like, oh, look at Loki. He's helping them. Okay. Freaking Loki. Five minutes later, you're like, (gasps) double cross them. Yeah. You just never know what you're going to get. And that keeps Loki so interesting. Mm -hmm. And I know you haven't seen the series. I would recommend watching the series, although it's so different from everything else because Mm -hmm. it's slower. It's not quite as action packed at times, Mm. more towards the end, but yeah, it is slower because it is a series, but you get so much more just one-on-one Loki time to see how he's feeling, how he's reacting to things, him on his own, interacting with new characters. It's great. And then you have all the Loki variants that come out of the woodworks. does Hiddleston disappear when the the variants come out or these are like extra variants that all of a sudden show up and he meets yeah so he originally starts helping to find the variant the Loki variants that is causing a lot of trouble throughout multiverses basically Uh, different timelines he originally is trying to help because he's like okay I'm a Loki I think like a Loki so I can help find the Loki that's originally what he's doing uh-huh okay yeah. and then they end up in it. this like this bizarre like discarded timeland where everybody just gets banished basically and you're not really part of the timeline anymore and he finds mm-hmm. a collection of loki's there that's and they're all together and fighting because that's what loki's oh, do Lord, i gotta watch i'm that. in charge of this group of people <laughs> yeah it's you know there's not just loki's on this little island there's a lot of other people that have gotten banished there but essentially there's a group of Lokis that cannot get along and it's it's just so funny to see them all together so they're all Loki but they're not Loki it's just bizarre and trying to follow all of it so this is really where you start to get that multiverse going on and the are you Marvel the Loki that he really looks for is Sylvie he was a female version Loki but she goes by Sylvie she is also, I would say, very key in starting this whole multiverse mm. nonsense that goes on because okay. they meet he who remains, who's a variant of Kang the Conqueror, but he who remains is kind of in charge of keeping the timeline where it should be. Mm-hmm. And she kills him. So it seems like that might be a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, so this is another contribution and why I was like, of course, Loki, whatever versions of Loki will be in the multiverse of madness with the next movie coming up with Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. So I'm like, yeah, Loki is going to have to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I love him, but why? Yeah. 
Okay. <sighs> hmm. That's just, yeah. Oh, goodness. What are we talking about in the next episode? Everybody else. Look to forward everybody, everybody else. Just the remainder. Not really everybody else. We, we I have, hope not. That's a lot. We have a collection. Sorry if your favorite character doesn't make it in the next episode, but there is just no way we're talking about everybody that's left in the whole freaking Marvel universe. It's just not going and, to happen. And we have certain favorites that are not big people mm-hmm. that we want to talk about. Like, yeah. I well, want to talk about Hawkeye. Yes. I mean, Black Widow's in the next episode and she's a big deal, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we just didn't have time to give her her own episode and the Hulk, same thing. They just, it wasn't going to happen. So oh, mm-hmm. they're in the man. next episode. Mm-hmm. Chikala. T'Challa. Yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Ting Chi, Ant Man. Yelena. Nah, I can't wait. Mm. I need to watch the the Black Widow movie so I can have a little, so I can get more context of Yelena. Yes, yes, Black Widow is a it's a fun ride. I enjoyed that movie a lot. <laughs> the rest you called it the rest of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So next week we'll do some of our favorites that we didn't get to talk about. Exactly. Don't worry, we'll do another series of Marvel. Just it's it's a lot as you can tell, especially when we had Robbie on last week, just kind of explodes. Yeah, and he knows a lot more than I, us. Yeah, and I think that's why I like Star Wars so much because it's it's there's a lot to Star Wars, but it's contained and they've kind of timelined it. They're timelining it a little bit better in my mind mm-hmm. than than Marvel is. But let's be real, if you are a comic person and you know about the comics, the comics are all over the place. Yep. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sure are. But one more week. So check out our Instagram, our yep. TikTok, yep. our Facebook. Yep. Facebook is more for news. If you yeah. Do the Facebook thing. Follow us, comment. We'd love to talk to you. If you mm-hmm. are following us on Instagram or if you want to get a hold of us, the best way to do it is DMing us on Instagram because you can only DM us on TikTok if we follow you back. And True. We're really bad at sometimes following people. Look, you're lucky that we managed to get the videos up <laughs> at this yeah, point. Pretty much, pretty so much. please don't be offended if we don't follow you back. I get in and I get overwhelmed and I'm just like, I'm just going to go scroll through scroll through some stuff and keep moving. Yeah. So if you want to get a hold of us, definitely DM us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We're already in talks with somebody else that... Mm-hmm you're going to be hearing about here soon that we're partnering with and Mm -hmm. hopefully we can partner with more people for sure what can they is there a place on the website that they can look at too for any so limitlessbroadcasting.com there's info about all the podcasts we produce Mm -hmm. and there's a link to our patreon account where donations are appreciated Mm -hmm. again there's a donation option to hang out with us but we are willing to talk to any disney nerds out there so whatever things you like you can hit us up again we've told you eight million times that we have this big star wars thing coming up for months and months and we're gonna have a couple guests yes so we're already excited but we we'd love to talk to anybody who loves disney so yeah any topics we tease that are coming up that you're interested in hit us up on on insta and we'll we'll see what we can work out yeah yes All right. Thank you so much, friends. We'll see you next week for our last week of Marvel. And bye. Bye. Hello, Pixie Dusters. We have some exciting news. 
We are partnering with Magical Travel by Brian, who specializes in Disney vacation planning. They accomplish this by assisting you with all your booking needs, helping you get more for your money, and being available before, during, and after your trip to give you a peace of mind. They are authorized Disney vacation planners, and you can start planning your trip today by contacting them. You can find their contact information in the description of this episode. Hope to see you at the parks real soon. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.